Good morning. It's another Thursday here at the Clarion Sheds podcast room. Today is June 29th. It's 11.16 and we're back. We're back and I'm here today with... Carly. Hello. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> She's Carly. She is our, our... Actually, let's do it like this. Tell me what you're not at the Clarion because you do a lot of things here. Yeah, um, I am not an editor okay I'm not any of the like super executive positions mm-hmm. um you know to i you're right i do i do a lot of things yeah um but i am a staff writer officially mm-hmm. and then unofficially well kind of officially but whatever you want to call it um i'm project manager so i handle a lot of the organizational stuff i you know um you and the team know that mm-hmm. i put together like the um the content tracker and all that kind of stuff to help us keep us organized so Mm -hmm. that's kind of what what i do you also sell a lot of ads yes you will sell a lot of ads for the magazine yes i i really i really enjoy despite my anxiety i really enjoy talking to people i enjoy making business type yeah decisions and actions okay i don't know i really like obviously like being able to get us funding because that Mm -hmm. means we can keep operating and keep doing what we're doing yes definitely so yeah so so just real quick question how do you figure out what places to go ask for ads and how do you do it um i i take a lot of recommendations from jess um Mm -hmm. she kind of gave me some stuff and then i i had a couple ideas on tuesday and i I ran them by her and she was like cool yeah so I really, I really just try to look at like small businesses mm-hmm. because they're usually the ones in the need of most help. Um, and I, I've looked at like places where you've advertised with before and yeah. um, see if they're interested still. Um, so it's, it's just a matter of figuring out, okay, what's the most strategic uh-huh. for us? Um, because, you know, we're, we're thinking about a, a college audience here. So we have to consider, okay, what's going to be relevant to the people that are reading our magazines? Yeah, that's right. It doesn't make sense to advertise something like for, um, uh, for example, I know college students, most of them already are over the age of 21, but you go to bars and advertise those things. Most of college, a lot of college students that at least that I know of, they're not of legal age yet. So Right. So, yeah. And of course, at Sinclair, we have CCP students who are still in high school. So it's like, mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense for us to advertise alcohol. Yeah. Um, and you also have to consider, okay, where do the majority of our students live? Mm-hmm. Like, do, do they want something that's by campus? Do they want something where they have to drive a little bit? Yeah. You know, so you have to consider consider that as well. Um, the thing that I find is that, you know, I'll call up places and they'll be like, hey, like, this is cool. Can we have more information? That's when I set our pub guide. Mm-hmm. But usually leads take a little bit and obviously that's completely understandable small businesses are run by a very small amount of people Mm -hmm. so it's like obviously they're handling a lot at once but you just really when you're in that type of position you really have to be patient and see those leads through yeah because you don't want to just leave people hanging because then they're like oh well is that a missed opportunity for us you know they never checked in on us are they Mm -hmm. truly interested in advertising you know so and and there's also the thing that they might just say no, right? Because right. um, I was cleaning our our uh, drive for the Clarion, and I came across like old spreadsheets 
of advertisements, yeah. like possible locations to advertise or to put our, our, our stands on. And the majority was like, not interested, not interested. So right, yeah, um, yeah, that's a part of it too. You just have to go in with the thought that, okay, the worst they could say is no, mm. but it's still worth a shot because you never know. Yeah, you know exactly exactly and sometimes we get places like um our latest what three magazines they we have them in the table right here uh yeah, yeah we have the right state as yeah, here right the full page really yeah it's like it helps a lot right um, i'm excited to go out and sell ads for the next magazine yeah because we are producing that in the first weeks of August, right? Just before right, fall starts. Yeah, and I'm, I'm really excited that we have like a full schedule of printing this mm -hmm. year because then if, because I found that some advertisers aren't ready mm -hmm. at that time and they want to wait a little bit. Mm -hmm. So like if they want to wait a little bit, but they're so interested, they can buy an ad for a later issue. Yeah. Whereas earlier, we wouldn't have been able to tell them, okay, we're doing an issue in April. You can advertise it with us in April, mm -hmm. you know? So that's really nice too, because then that, you know, gives us more funding at one time. And if we need that money at that point, then we have it. Mm -hmm. We don't have to wait until working on the next issue. Yeah. Yeah, that is that is great. I mean, I think it's something that's helping all of us to have this printing schedule out. Yes. And we're going to be printing more as well, right? Because uh, last term we got three out and this next term we're going to be having four, right? Yeah, if uh, I recall correctly. Eight for the school year. Yeah. So, so four, four in the fall semester, and four yeah. in the spring. It's a lot of magazines. Yeah. It's a lot of magazines. <laughs> a lot of work. Uh-huh. But but the good thing is that we, we're getting this, we're having this summer to become more organized. Yes. Right. Like I mentioned, yes. I was doing the cleaning of the drive. You know, I, I, I deleted a bunch of stuff that's like old, uh, old documents that we don't use, right. old renditions of the Clarin that we don't use anymore, right. like content that is just like, it's just not useful anymore. Right. Yeah. And I think I cleared like over three gigabytes of space. Whoa, in the drive. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I think that that kind of leads into our into our next topic. So yeah. One of the articles that I did um, recently was really interesting. Um, it was about the um, We STEM Institute, and that stands for Women in STEM. Mm -hmm. um, Sinclair hosted that June twelfth through sixteenth, and they've done it for. Um, since 1994. Oh. So it's been around for a long time, and it's okay. changed a lot since then. Um, I interviewed um, Marita Abram and Dr. Sarah Finch. They're both from the um, bio and biotechnology um, mm -hmm. departments here at Sinclair, and they were super, super insightful. Um, really, one of the big one of the big things for We STEM is that. They, it is so important, not only for young girls, but also young women of color. Mm. Um, super important for them because often, you know, they're the ones that get kind of less opportunities and um, are disadvantaged in, 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 a, in a field that's already not like full of women. Like, mm -hmm. obviously, our numbers are, they said that the numbers um, are increasing, of course, but you know, it's, it's taken a while and we're, it's still going to take a while to see like proper representation for women. Um, so 
yeah, um, the the girls had an opportunity to kind of explore different fields here at Sinclair. We had nice. aviation, um, biology, all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. And the, the theme that they had was um, STEM solutions to natural disasters. So mm-hmm. it, it tied into that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I unfortunately only had like the ability to go up for a little bit, but um, I saw the girls working on their group projects and they were kind of doing an overview of the event and what their favorite part was and what mm-hmm. they learned the most from and stuff like that. And um, it was just really nice to see everybody kind of enjoying themselves and coming together, but also learning something. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it was just really nice. Um, Marita and Sarah were extremely passionate about the topic. Um, they are the, the co-chairs of... We stem currently, and um, yeah, they were just they were just super awesome, and um, yeah, you can read that article on our website, which is SinclairClarion.com. That's right, that's right, and this was a week long thing, right? It wasn't just one day, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. they had it from I believe nine a.m. to four p.m. every Ooh, day. So, okay. um, there were they had sessions that they would go to, and at the end of the day, they would have time to work on those group projects. And I think the final day, mm-hmm. they had a banquet. Um, which I didn't have the opportunity to go to, but mm. it was spoken very highly of because not only were um, the girls going to present their projects, but also um, a, I believe, a member of the American Heart Association was speaking, mm. I believe. Okay. Um, but, um, but yeah, they spoke very, very highly of that as well. Awesome. I think I was looking at the calendar. I'm pretty sure they're going to be doing something similar uh, in July. It's not We STEM, but it's it's another program that helps uh, younger children to get into this field. Hmm. I I don't think I've I don't think I've heard of that. But um. But yeah, We STEM. They said takes about ten months of planning, Ooh. um, to put together. They have a committee. They have um, you know, meetings and stuff like that. So it's it's very very important. And um, they said that you know, obviously the um the theme and everything behind it is very relevant right now. Oh, definitely. Climate change, um, natural disasters, all that kind of stuff. I mean, right now we're affected by the wildfire smoke. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's super in time, um, super important. And you really just, we really just have to prepare these for future generations because we don't know what's going to happen. No. And so we really have to be the ones to educate and, let let these young people know that they they can do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's this is for we mentioned young people. These were like tenth, eleventh uh, graders, tenth, eleventh, and twelfth graders. Okay, yes. okay, so, so that's like high school. High school. Yeah, it takes me a, a little bit to get used to it to the numbering system here right, in, in the U.S. Yeah. It's a little different, um, especially because uh, in Brazil we don't have middle school essentially so right yeah it's 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 wonky but i'm getting the hang of it i'm getting the hang of it my brother he's in middle school now so i'm I'm learning as he goes right yeah through the the grades yeah no but that is incredible because i think the hardest thing uh as a child is to find someone that leads the way for you right yeah i mean my brother and i are 10 years apart so it's like the majority of my life I've grown up like as a quote-unquote like only child Mm -hmm. you know and so it sucks like not having him around sometimes and Mm -hmm. not having that guidance but um at the same time I think that gap has like 
brought us a lot closer. Yeah. Um, because we both have had to understand, like, both of us have spent like the majority of our childhoods alone. Um, Mm because obviously he was ten by the time I was born. So, um, so yeah, we've kind of both have had to like learn from that. But yeah. Um. Yeah, it's it's interesting because that's 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 what kids need right they need not only this this leading uh uh, but also encouragement right Right, the support and not only moral support but actual educational support yeah you know getting these girls there and showing them how it is to learn about the field i guarantee it's something that is well i mean you said it yourself it's been happening since 1994 yeah. So it's it shows that it's working. Yeah. It's, it's almost yes. thirty years of we. I mean, they they said the like I said the numbers continue to grow, mm. and there was a wait list for this year oh. actually. So it's it's a like a limited. Uh, yes. Space, yes. I um, I forgot how many they said, but I I think it's like maybe fifty or like under under probably under a hundred. Mm. Um, because you you know you want to keep it like in an intimate type setting you want mm. everybody to be able to interact so i yeah. like don't you know don't quote me on that but um mm. i'm pretty sure it was it was a pretty kind of exclusive exclusive thing yeah i think it makes sense as well since you said uh, they need to work in groups and all of that having right. having like an entire high school of only girls would be a lot to handle right, right they, they wouldn't yeah. be able to communicate like with everyone right yeah mm-hmm. yeah well, that's too, that is very interesting, and and not only the article is up, but also pictures of some of the, yes, the events were yes, up there as I well. Yes, I went in and p- took some pictures while the girls were working on their group projects. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, again, just kind of you know talking about their favorite parts and stuff like that. And I saw some um, items that they had made. I'm not sure which like department or lesson it was from, mm. but. Um, there, I think there were like little windmills or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Very creative though. That was really nice. Um, but yeah. Um, and you're saying of um, 1994, it made it made me think, because this this week, or actually last week, I went to the archives. I went back to the archives, right? Because we're trying to decorate the wall here for the podcast. Right. Yeah. Room. And as you can see, we have CDs now on the walls. And I and I yeah. say you. I, I'm referring to Carly. You there. The listener, you cannot see anything right, now for yeah. now, but we are, uh, we're, so I'm putting some CDs on the wall, and some of them fell down because they use a different oh, tape. Oh, man. So the, the good thing is, actually, I put all of them up. There's a total of 18 CDs. Not right now. Yeah. But I put 18 CDs on the wall behind us, and then they all fell down. So hmm. I came here the next week, and I taped them with a different tape, and then I ran out of this tape. I had to, we had to buy more tape. It was a different tape. And now mm-hmm. you guess this new tape that we bought didn't work. So all the CDs oh, that were yeah. taped with this new tape fell down, the poster as well. But the ones that I taped with the old thick tape are still standing strong. So I think we need to get more of this old tape that I that I used. I don't mm. know which what is oh. the type of this tape, but okay. we got to find it. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So anyway, I was at the archives because what we want to do is put like a little collage of old articles yeah, from the yeah, clarion yeah. over the years uh-huh. starting from way back in 77 oh yeah so back. i think that's <laughs> gonna be interesting but yeah you mentioned 1994 and i just and i was just thinking man i'm still i think i only read the clarion up to 1981 
So I still have some I still have some catching up to do. I have right, to go back to the yeah. archives and all that. I just got the scan from for the for the articles that I chose, but Right, yeah. yeah. No, this wall yeah. is gonna be great. I'm very excited for the fall because once this thing is done, we can start recording. But you know what else is coming in the fall, finally? The the walkway. The walkway <laughs> is coming. Ah, I I remember the day. I remember the day when I used to walk on the walkway. Did you did you get a chance to to walk um, there? I only started coming here in in fall twenty two, like like mm. regularly. Mm-hmm. So I I don't believe I walked on it. I oh. think it was it, it was in progress when mm. I came here. So, um, but yeah, I mean it's it's been forever. No, yeah, it's I, been forever. <laughs> I got it. I, I got here, and I and it was just it was very good because it was the quickest access to the building where I had classes. Right, right? yeah. Because uh, you either now have to go down and cross the street, um, which, by the way, we already reported on it, but someone, like, even had, like, an accident there as well, like, crossing the street. Oh, yeah. Now, granted, it's just one person getting into an accident, of course, it's it's, it's very problematic, but still, the walkway is just very beneficial because it's also a quicker access. Right. Now, I remember when they closed it and then I was like, hmm, well, that's interesting. That that I'm I'm glad they are fixing it because the state where it was before it was not the best. Um it would get too hot in the summer and too cold in the winter. It Ooh. wouldn't like uh keep the heat in oh, during the winter yeah, and it wouldn't absolutely. be fresh during yeah. the summer. And some of the places in that walkway were actually that they weren't really um shut so whenever it rained, it oh, dripped. No. That's yeah. why they're redoing it. I never mm-hmm. heard why. Yeah, it it wow. wasn't it wasn't the be- in the best conditions, and wow. comparing <laughs> and you compare that walkway with the one that we have in building to building fourteen now, right on the other side of the garage. So it's it's yeah, they're they're yeah. it's just so different. Now I'm. I don't think we're gonna get the same fancy treatment that Building Fourteen no, has on the other side. No. But still, it's it's gonna be done. They say that that should be done in the first week of August. So when fall comes back, people are gonna be able to cross that. It's just it's gonna feel like I feel like so old, you know. Like yeah, I crossed that before they renewed it, you know. So I'm gonna see everyone walking in like. You people did not even know how hard it was back in my day when I had to walk here. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. <laughs> <laughs> that did not have the right to be so funny as it was. No, Stop. I, I, as soon as I thought of it, I had to say it. Yeah. But then that was the point where I realized um, when they closed it, because I think they closed it in, it was either fall of 2021 or spring of 2022. I don't remember exactly when it was. But I remember that I was very used to um, parking on the fourth floor. Oh, really? on the yeah. on the rooftop which also oh. is still closed it's, it's still not open oh yeah yeah and because remember because i really liked parking there especially in the winter because i would leave and the sun would keep my car warm right so it, it right. would be cold but i got to my car and it's it's like warmer so oh that was great that was great but they closed it they closed it and they oh they kept it closed for forever ever since they started the construction in the walkway so maybe just maybe that will open back up. Yeah, Maybe. we need to we need to check on that as well. 
But then I realized, ah, if I'm gonna be stopping on the fourth floor and then walking all the way down to leave, it's not gonna be, yeah, it's gonna be like a lot of stairs. So I started parking on the second floor. And I just grew the habit. So to this day, I just park on the second floor and and I just go down and across the street. Even though Mm. I don't even have classes where I used to have classes. But that's, that's a whole different topic. Right, yeah. Now, tell me, Carly, where do you have classes? Like, we, we say that you work here at the Clarion, but let's let's talk a little bit more about you here. Yeah. So, what is your major here at Sinclair? Um, I'm a liberal, liberal arts major. So, basically what that means is when I came here, I really had no idea what I wanted to do. And um, I never ended up declaring a major. So, when, when that happens, I think they either put you in sciences or arts. And so... Um, I, I, you know, I was interested in like the mm-hmm. creative stuff, so I went ahead and just kind of let myself be in that. Um, I almost declared a communication major, but by the time I decided that, I was already like halfway done with my credits. Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to back myself up. Um, yeah. I'm just going to keep going. Um, so with that degree, um, you have certain requirements that you have to meet, like science, math, yeah. stuff like that. But you can pretty, m- you have 20 credits of, mm. and that's out of like probably 60-ish. That's 20 credits out of 60-ish that you can pretty much do whatever you want with. Mm. Um, you, um, yeah, you can pretty much do whatever you want with. So um, I've been taking a lot of sociology, communication, business. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm taking an accounting class this semester, so that's kind of yeah. new new for me um but i i don't have any in-person classes this semester but i previously taken classes in building two and three mm-hmm. so um it was really nice because fall 2022 my first class was in building two and i would go down to the library and chill for like an hour and 45 minutes or whatever because there there was a little bit of time between my classes but not like too much mm-hmm. um and then i would go i would use like the same the same um, hallway, and then just go back to building three. So it was really, it was really nice. That I didn't have to mm-hmm. like go across campus for my classes. Yeah. Um, but um, I I I plan on. Um, I don't know quite yet what I'm doing for fall. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm coming for campus to for to campus for classes or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know yet. Um, but, but yeah, I've taken, I started at Inglewood and then I, then I did virtual classes. Then I did, I did last summer online as well. So the majority Mm. of them have been online, which I, I had mixed feelings about, but at the same time, I, I really liked the campus life. Mm -hmm. So, um, I'm really going to take advantage of that once I transfer. Oh, that's cool. You, are you, you said you, you were, you for a second there you thought about doing communications, yeah. But uh, you you yeah. decided to not not go to. Once you're done with this degree, are you planning on doing this communication degree or um, nah? no? I think I'm I'm heading off to okay. a four year. I'm not really sure where I'm gonna go yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I had some ideas, but um, my plans have kind of changed a little bit mm-hmm. um, right now. Um, I realized that the thing that I wanted to do was going to be a little bit expensive. It was going to require mm. me to go to out of state and my credits probably wouldn't transfer as well. And so I'm probably just going to stay here in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Then after I do my, my bachelor's degree, then I might consider relocating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think a bachelor's degree is usually the like here we have associates, which is already nice. But mm-hmm. when you get a bachelor, I think it, it's really, um, 
it really solidifies you as a professional. Right, yeah. So, because that's usually what everyone here does, right? right? Yeah. Uh, Sinclair does offer certificates as well. Yes. So, yes. I am currently taking HMT 1105, which is Introduction to the Tourism and Hospitality Industry. Ooh, okay. And if I, if I pass that class with a C or above, I'll get a certificate for that. So, and then um, where are you flying for tourism then? What? You said you're doing tourism. So, any places in mind? No. <laughs> okay, okay. Um no, I mean um but I mean I and I was like, you know, what when I took that class I was like th th I've been really interested in this, but I'm going to take it and see if I like it and then decide if I want to take further classes mm -hmm. in the program. Um I haven't had the best experience in it. Uh. Um so I'm like I'm not I'm not really sure. I'm kind of on the fence about it. Um if I did take classes in the program, um, in the fall, I would be coming on campus, probably B term, but, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm not really, not really sure. Um, but yeah, I might, I, yeah, my, my path right now is just kind of in the works. <laughs> gotcha. Gotcha. And sometimes this is how, this is how it goes. It's usually cool as well because it's way less pressure as well. Right. right? Yeah. Um, no, for me, for example, this fall, I didn't even get the choice to come to campus. Only one of my classes was actually being offered in person because I take a lot of computer classes, right? Right, And yeah. I think the professor just realized, hey, it's a computer. You're going to be on it. So why not just take the class online? So my classes, um, having one in person, one online, and the other two are flex-paced flex classes. Ever had yeah, one of those? I, I, tr I was going to do flex-paced this summer, but I was like... Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I have no um, I'd, idea I'd asked around and I was like, because I was going to do um, intro to software applications because I mm -hmm. did a, a placement, like a proficiency test for that. Mm -hmm. And I did really well on um, Word and PowerPoint, but I didn't do very well on Excel and Access. Oh, yeah. So I was like, I wasn't going to be able to like skip it. I wasn't going to mm -hmm. be able to like, I didn't get enough like credit to get the class. Mm -hmm. um, so... I was going to do that or either like digital marketing for FlexPace. And so mm -hmm. I kept asking around. I was like, hey, is this a good idea? And so I ended up deciding I s I'm still taking digital marketing. I'm just doing a full term. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if I'll end up ever end up doing FlexPace. It'll kind of just depend. But mm -hmm. um, I'm traveling a lot um, in August and September. So oh, um, cool. So uh, that's why I'm choosing to do B term. Awesome. Term. Where are you going? Uh, I'm gonna be <laughs> kind of heading all over the country. Oh, um, all right. I um I'm not sure quite where yet, but um potential for like Florida or Arizona mm. or something like that. Kind of kind of still cool. still in the works, but a lot of it is gonna be like the week that classes start. So mm. I'm like, there's no way I'm gonna <laughs> try to handle all that because I'm gonna be traveling. I, yeah. yeah I, so it, it, like I was talking to Eugene Oswald from the TLC and mm -hmm. he we, we, we were just kind of stopping and talking he was like well that's kind of where you get you get kind of the opposite vacation that people get like mm -hmm. instead like I'm you know obviously taking classes during the summer and then I'm going to be getting a break in the middle of fall mm -hmm. which is nice yeah um, it's kind of something different I guess <laughs> yeah and uh, I was going to say are you going to go around the United States giving talks as well 
Uh, no, because unfortunately not. I wish. <laughs> one thing, one thing that Carly here did uh, recently was that she gave a TED talk. Yeah, I yeah. did. So here's the question that I always, I, I don't know what a TED talk is. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I saw videos. I see people yeah. talking. I get the talk part. What yeah. is it like the TED part? So um, I forget what it stands for, mm -hmm. but TED is an organization that kind of was built around um, I, I read there's a book by I think the CEO of Ted. I don't remember, but there's a book out there. Um, I, Ted is, is an organization that's kind of built on spreading ideas mm -hmm. and opening people's minds. And so Ted talks are kind of meant to inspire people. They're meant to make them think. Cool. So, you know, people talk about all kinds of different stuff from the most technical things to the most like personal things. Mm -hmm. um, people just, they, they, they make what they will of it. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's, it, some of them are very, very, very powerful. Um, and actually in my psychology class last semester, we would watch a lot of them and a lot of those like technical type ones. Mm -hmm. But um, even, even in those cases, they do make you think. Yeah. So, so what did you talk? What was their topic? Tell us. So I, I, I kind of, um, decided to kind of go back to like my roots and, mm -hmm. um, talk about something that has meant a lot to me for a long time and that's fandoms. And for mm -hmm. those of you who may be listening and aren't familiar with fandoms, um, they're kind of defined as like fan communities for like music, media, um, music books, stuff like anything that you can kind of rally people around. Mm -hmm. So sports, fans those have fandoms as well mm -hmm. um n they're not as prominent on the internet like for sports as like yeah. music and books and tv shows and all that kinds of Definitely. stuff um but th it's the same concept they're too busy in spn to go to twitter hmm? they're too busy on the espn to go to twitter right, right? exactly yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm I like sports. I'm not a fan, but uh, but I've been recently watching more and more, and I'm kind of getting more into it. I yeah. don't know. I don't know what happened, but I don't know. I was at a sports bar the other day. I was like, "Hey, this is kind of nice." No, I mean, but we're talking about music, right? Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, people and their interests evolve, and um, and yeah. So I I really um, have kind of found a home mm -hmm. in fandoms that I haven't otherwise. Um, and so I just kind of wanted to get the message out there that, Hey, like if you have something that you're passionate about, like don't let anyone mess with that. Mm -hmm. Like if it's not hurting anyone, then like go for it. Yeah. Because you, you have no idea whether someone else could like that and you liking it could bring, bring you together. Mm -hmm. And so fandoms are such a powerful thing. And I think people underestimate that because I, I mean, I could talk about it all day, mm -hmm. but there is, you know, when we think about fandoms, we often picture, you know, young teenage girls, right? Mm -hmm. So there's the stereotype that people in fandoms are like young teenage girls that are always screaming and they're hysterical and they're obsessed and all this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Whereas we see with like sports, for example, like you were just talking about, it's primarily male. Mm -hmm. And um, when male fans are discussed it's like oh they're so passionate they're rooting for their favorite team and they also scream a lot yes <laughs> but there's there's an element of sexism there uh -huh. um and misogyny and so um 
you know, I wanted to kind of spread the message that fandoms are so much more than that. There's so much more than the things that they're about. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about being, bringing people together and being a community. And um, there is so much power in that. Strengthen in numbers as well. Yes, right? strength in numbers, yes. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned that this particular fandom that you were a part of, uh, it was from uh, a band, but what band was it? Yeah, so um, I'm really into big into the Australian band Five Seconds of Summer. Heard them. Um, yes, they. Uh, for those of you who may be listening, they're, they've got hits like um, Young Blood, She Looks So Perfect, um, Amnesia. Um, they were way, they just celebrated the ninth anniversary of their very first album that came back it came out back in 2014 okay um and they were at that point they were around my age and i'm 20 now so mm-hmm. if you think about <laughs> yeah if you think about how how young they were at that point and now they're um, one of the members is about to have a baby in oh. november so yeah people get old yes people get old yes <laughs> You said amnesia. Is that the one that, that goes, um, I don't even know if I can sing. I'm going to get uh, a copyright strike because I'm going to sing so well. Where's <laughs> the one that goes, na, 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 Okay, yeah. okay. I know. <laughs> I, know I know. Okay. Because you mentioned, I know the band. And I'm like, mm, I don't think I know any of their songs. But I know, I know, one, I know this because I played this once. But uh, so you mentioned as well that you found uh, a good friend. Her name was Hannah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And that and that fandom. So how did you how did you like get into this group? Was it yeah. in a social media? If so, what social media was it? Yeah. So we I okay <laughs> taking it way back mm. to like 2013. I created a Twitter account, mm-hmm. and um, back then I was really into um, MagCon, which if you don't know. Nope. was a um like a social media like influencer type convention and group and stuff and so okay. um, i was really big into them and um at that time that's what kind of i was i was expressing my my interest for it. and i was you know 10 11 years old probably shouldn't have been on twitter but um <laughs> but that and then i um i had taken a break for a while mm-hmm. and kind of turned my account into a personal account kind of just kept up with um with like family and friends and stuff mm-hmm. like that local stuff but then um i <laughs> previously um i really i kind of discounted five seconds of summer i was really big into one direction and if you if mm-hmm. you know anything about them they toured together for a couple of years and so yeah. i was i really discounted their music a lot and i was like no nah, i'm not gonna like them <laughs> but then it was about about 2015 and i started listening to their songs a little bit and i was like hey this kind of rocks like this okay. kinda, this is kind of good all right um and that's when music taste kind of started to evolve mm-hmm. um so i i was really interested in them and so i i re- like kind of got my my twitter account back up and running again and started kind of making friends on there and um someone was creating a group chat um for fans and me and hannah ended up in that group chat Mm -hmm. and um so we started talking and it was just and she only lives she lives in like the cincinnati area so she's not bar okay um and so we ended up at at it was the first time that either of us had seen the band live mm-hmm. and we so we met and um it was really awesome and she's been one of my best friends ever since we've seen we've seen the band two more times together since then mm-hmm. i believe um so um 
So yeah, she's just a great friend. Yeah, great, great. And you also mentioned uh, you develop a hashtag that got popular. Yeah. Right? So you know, taking taking it back again, um, twenty sixteen, um, at that time was a very a very rough time for me. Um, one thing being. I was going to have a major hip surgery and it kept getting postponed. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, I was finally due to have it in September of that year, at the very end of September. And so um, this had nothing to do with it, but um, I had seen in the fandom um, hashtags being created for mm-hmm. um, fans of color, for um lgbtq plus fans and i was like hey this is so awesome but i haven't seen any disabled representation yet mm-hmm. so i was like you know what let's do it yeah be so the change myself, you want to see right yeah myself and a few other people um in the fandom we we created a group chat we kind of talked about it we typed up an explanation for it and we posted it and people started posting their stories and supporting it and yeah it trended um in a couple of places and so that kind of um, was the catalyst for what happened two years later. Mm. Um, I'm sure you heard uh, yes, the talk. Yes, I was going to um, ask about it. But I created a um, an organization under the same name um, that kind of had the same purpose, except to do a little bit more with it. Um, and yeah, so we've kind of done, um, you know, fan initiatives and educational type stuff and all that kind of stuff. And so... Um, it's been really awesome. And then mm-hmm. uh, we actually just this week came back from like a couple of year hiatus. And so um, it's been super awesome to have people's support and people's understanding that, hey, like the past couple of years have been rough for all of us. Mm-hmm. So um, we've, we've been through some ups and downs, but yeah. um, we're definitely we're ready to um, get back up and running again and get some get some stuff out there and we're doing we're doing stuff for five seconds of summer's upcoming tour um we've got a possible activation in cincinnati so if you're if you're listening and that's something you're interested in mm. um don't be afraid to give me a shout um mm-hmm. but yeah super super excited for what's to come yeah if you ever need to find carly here's where she is at the clarion it's room 6314 yep and yeah. that's that's really all the time that we have for today yeah yeah so carly i'd like to thank you very much for taking the right chair for Thanks this so week much. yeah uh and for everyone i hope you have a great rest of your week and i'll see you in two weeks from now uh next recording is gonna be actually on a tuesday that's gonna be july 11th um but that's just because some scheduling conflicts. Like I said, I keep uh, alternating the right, right chair yeah. here. And the next person that's going to be here, she needs to record on a Tuesday. So we're going to be doing that on a Tuesday. Also, Thursday of that same week is my birthday. So I'm probably not going to yeah. be around. Woo. But yeah, thank you very much, everyone. Have a good rest of your day. Awesome. See ya. Thanks. Bye-bye.